more Pick 6 is coming up. But first, it's Andy's turn. A random ranking of music, food, movies, sports, and anything else Andy wants to make a list for. Chime in with your reaction on the Laser or Andy Hall Radio Facebook pages. It's Andy Hall's Pick 6 on Laser 103.3. Today is my ode to Trekkie Nation. It is Star Trek Day, and in honor of the occasion, I'm giving you my pick six Star Trek live-action series rant. Starting with number six, Star Trek Discovery. Admittedly, there's a massive divide between the older, more established shows and the newer ones. For one, I haven't had enough time to truly judge shows like this one that haven't even reached a suitable endpoint yet, but I will say I love the cast, and I really loved how the running timeline jumped between seasons two and three. Took a little getting used to it first, but I'm glad I stuck it out because things really got interesting at that point. In at number five, Picard. And honestly, if it weren't for Patrick Stewart and John Delancey, who reprised his role as the snarky intellectual Q, I probably would have had to have left this series off the list completely. The artificial life forms angle has already been told a hundred times. See Battlestar Galactica and Blade Runner more specifically. Plus, the show doesn't exactly give us much hope as a species, does it? With a look ahead at a post-utopian 24th century in which people just seem grumpy as hell all of the time. But maybe that's realistic, and that's what we have to look forward to. I'm not going to be around, so who cares? At number four, Voyager. And maybe it's just because of its proximity and familiar feel to Next Generation, which we'll get to shortly, but Voyager just never differentiated itself enough to become one of the elite series in the canon. That said, I was always a fan. I watched most of the episodes. Kate Mulgrew was Captain Janeway. Spectacular. Coming in at number three, Deep Space Nine. And if it weren't for the iconic status of my top two, this one would and should be in consideration for such notable status. There was nary a dull moment once it really got going. The storylines were ambitious, the cast never got stale, and one of the all-time great Star Trek villains came from this show, Dominion. Plus, I always appreciated the historical context this show provided in terms of the many species represented. Some we knew and got to know better, and some we were introduced to thanks to Deep Space Space Nine. My number two Star Trek series, The Next Generation. To follow the original, let's just say, was no small feat. Gene Roddenberry and company had their work cut out for them when they launched this series in the late 1980s, but man, did they nail it. From the cast, Captain Jean-Luc Picard, Data, Geordi, Number One, Worf, Dr. Beverly Crusher, Counselor Troy, to the storylines, TNG was a near-perfect second chapter in the story of Star Trek, and had one of the all-time great series finales as well. Last but definitely not least, my number one Star Trek series is, of course, the original series. No way you can mess with the crew of the original Enterprise. A perfect blend of leadership, creativity, and diversity. And to think, this was the mid-1960s when the show originally aired its first episodes. The fact that it became a reality is, in itself, a major victory for science fiction, but for it to become as beloved as it has puts it in a class all by itself, in my opinion. And that's today's list. Thoughts, opinions, always welcome. Was Andy Hall's Pick 6. Looking for your thoughts and opinions on the Laser or Andy Hall Radio Facebook pages? Stay tuned. Your Pick 6 is coming at the top of the hour on Laser 103.3.